0: Hello, everyone. I am Christina Veltry, and I'm here with Matt and Christina Magro. Uh, welcome to the Please Hustle Responsibly podcast. This podcast was made by industry folks for industry folks to give them tools to better advocate for themselves within the workplace. Um, today, we have a very special guest. We have DJ Watson with us, who um, will, I, I'll let you tell us about you. I, I know who you are, cool.
1: but. <laughs> Sure, 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 no pressure, no pressure. Right? Uh, yeah, so my name is DJ Watson. I'm a marriage and family uh, therapist here in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I also have worked in the service industry here. I worked in River North for about eight years. Um, So I have some history, bartending, serving, uh, bouncing. People are surprised sometimes that I'm a therapist and a bouncer. They wonder how those fit together. Um, Some of my kind of specialties are, I work with uh, obviously individual clients, but couples and families, Um, so uh, life changes. LGBTQIA issues, gender, uh, same-sex relationships, uh, cultural issues. Sometimes I have clients from different races and cultures they're trying to figure it out. out. Um, and then again, anxiety, depression, all of that kind of stuff and anything that just goes with uh, being stressed and being in relationships.
0: Awesome. Oh,
1: and I'm the education director.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, that's important also. <laughs> I was
0: going to say, and you are very important to support staff. <laughs> yes, yes. Awesome. Um, I forgot to do my check-in, so I just want to see how everyone's doing. I'll check in with you first, DJ. How have you been? What's new? Uh,
1: Yeah, I've been doing okay, you know, despite all the crazy circumstances that are going on. So, yeah, life is going fairly good. You know, I am a therapist who works remotely, so luckily, even though I don't have my bar job, I do still have my therapy job, so, you know, still working. Uh, Good stuff. Um,
0: uh, Yeah, so going okay. All right. Thanks. Cool. Uh, Mags, how have you been? What's new? Uh, I've been good. Um, I've
2: just been, you know, figuring this all out um I am trying to remain positive with my thoughts and the things that I'm putting out into the universe. Um, my family is like super big on Christmas, so, uh, this is just kind of like an interesting time of year to. Uh, not see them. But that's why I'm really excited to have this conversation with DJ today. Um, But yeah, I'm I am really ready for 2020 to end. (laughs) So (laughs) not that I think
0: 2021 is going to be better.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, I just uh, I don't know why, but I'm like clean slate, maybe uh moving into like a new place so hopefully like turning in the elite uh some some kind of things of life so I'm I'm looking forward to some things I guess what about you Matt Cole how are you doing over there
3: uh I'm I'm doing well um had a had a very pre-COVID like feeling normal week last week I worked pretty much every day which you know haven't done that and uh, nine months, so that was kind of kind of interesting, and uh, didn't really have any time to focus on anything other than that, but that was cool, and uh, I got to work a pop-up with some of our dear friends, Andy and Ben, which was super great and got to, getting to spend time with them was really fun and always rewarding. and uh, you know now I'm just kind of figuring out what I'm going to do for the holidays, which is probably not going to be much, but yeah. how are you, Veltry?
0: i am great i'm staying super busy taking a lot of photos just finding you know joy in whatever i can
2: (laughs) matt i have a question for you you said your last week felt like really pre-covid like with the amount of work that you were doing yeah uh (laughs) did that feel Good. Did that feel overwhelming? Like, how did that feel? Was Uh, it easy to get back into the swing of things, or was it like a little tough?
3: I would say a a little mixture of of it all. Like, I definitely there were times where I was like, "Man, I haven't had time to do things that I want to do. I haven't had like my time to like do like my morning workout." felt really rushed. Or like, you know, waking up in the morning and making a glass of tea and reading and Having a time for the, these new like kind of rituals I've made for myself felt rushed and and not as uh, maybe like enjoyable as they were. Maybe it felt like more like a, a something that I needed to do, and uh, the structure of that was a little could be a little overwhelming. But it also was nice to like have all of these things to focus on and not worry about everything else going on around me for a couple days.
2: Yeah. Nice. So,
3: I mean, I definitely I definitely don't want to go back to working six, seven days a week.
0: Uh, but, you know... It, one w- one week of week it, it's okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's reverse of what it used to be. It's like you used to work six, seven days a week all the time and then get, like, maybe a week off. Now you have, like, six, seven months off and then you get to work a week, which is... Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just very uh, very different feeling. Yeah. Like, it, there were good and bad things. But, you know, like I said, like it was... Was working with it was fun to do those things, Uh, and it was a good, I guess, kind of escape from everything that was that's been going on. But you know, I'm happy to have some time to relax and take it a little easier this week.
0: Awesome. Um, So today uh, we wanted to talk to DJ about the holidays, the season, Mm -hmm. the stress of the holidays. Um, so I'm going to kick it off with a few questions. Um, as we know, the holidays are already so stressful, even in a normal year, and there's so much weight on how to do it right. So how do you think everyone's been dealing with the financial stress along with the incapability to be with family?
1: Um, yeah, I know, I mean... It is a really difficult time, right? And I think it makes sense to keep that in context. I won't curse cuz I don't know if I can curse on here or not. Oh, um, you, can curse. you can
2: say whatever. All right. Okay,
1: okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is great. So it's be just like a therapy session for me, right? Um, so so I've been telling clients, right, you know, it feels like shit is going crazy right now, right? And that's not because you're doing a bad job. That's cuz shit is actually going crazy right now. Um, and so I think, you know, it's a really different time, right? Again, Um, uh, I'll joke sometimes and say, you know, if last year a client had told me like, hey, me and my partner are planning on quitting our jobs, uh, not really going to work, just working from home, not leaving, not seeing anybody, um, and just staying together for pretty much eight months next year, I'd be like, are you crazy? Like, what's wrong with you, (laughs) This week, I'm like, well, great job. Yeah, continue just like, I think, you know, I I always remind people that, Uh, you know, finding that balance and trying to like balance at any time is always really hard. Usually the holidays cause more stress again because of like family um, finances, all of that type of thing. Right. And then add on top of that, right, the coronavirus and the pandemic, maybe social unrest. Right. We've had several chances to have really hard conversations. Mm -hmm. or learn a lot about people that maybe we don't usually stuff we don't get into, like race or uh, finances or politics, right? All of that stuff mm-hmm. has really been, been laid out. And so I think, um, you know, just first remembering, it is harder this year, right? And that's okay. If it wasn't harder, then that would be something wrong, right? If you just were going through life, like everything was normal, like a regular year, that would be a big indicator that something's wrong, right? So I just kind of remind people to, um, you know, take some space, right? Remember that this is a, a very weird moment. Um, right? I, I often talk to people and I say, um, it's not about finding that thing that is the golden ticket. Willy Wonka is one of my favorite right, movies, right? It's not about finding that thing that's the golden ticket. Even in that movie, right? The golden ticket wasn't the golden ticket, right? It didn't actually get them what they want. Right? Um, I usually talk to people about scaling, right? Uh, nobody's their best when they're at like a seven, Is it's not you know that I can't have those feelings right? I can't be stressed. I can't be angry. Um, Worry less about trying to get back to normal or flip a switch or find that magic thing right. But how do I get that from an eight to like a six where then you know the thoughts aren't racing and I can bring in my brain and remember oh I'm gonna call a friend right or I can say oh I'm gonna go for a walk or um, something like that right. So for everybody that kind of little thing is different, but I try to remind people. Don't worry that it's not, you know, a zero. That's okay, that wouldn't be a normal place on the scale to be at, Um, right? And then how do I manage it some, right? Enough, right, how do I bring that thing down enough so then I can use the tools and the skills I already have, right, you already have some. You don't have to go out and, you know, read a self-help book or completely change your life and do everything, right? You might want to, some people might want to, but you don't necessarily have to. You've gotten some skills that got you this far, right? So how do I build up a little bit more support to get me from like that eight, to a six, oh, it's manageable. My dog agrees also.
0: <laughs> I agree as well. Um, I love that. I've, that. I like have a secret collection of self-help books that like, I honestly think I've read like one of them, but I get in those moments where I'm like, ah, and then I'm like, how to be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how would you recommend like talking to family about feeling uncomfortable going home? Um, especially if you are looking out for their, their health and safety.
1: Yeah, this has um, been a big one, right? I've had lots of families and couples and even my individual clients, you know, talk about that, especially with. Uh, not so much in the summer months, but right after Thanksgiving, you know, with that having uh, passed. Where it can be really difficult, again, you have a lot of different maybe views or things colliding or clashing that maybe don't normally, right? Maybe I don't normally talk to grandparents about my political views or this thing. And all of a sudden, right, those things are coming head there because they're expecting you to come home or uh, mom or dad, right, and uh, I'm going, I don't really want to be there, um, or maybe not, I don't want to be there, but I don't feel like that's the best thing to do, to be there. Um, so it is really hard, right? I think, you know, one of the, the first things to do is to try to open up a dialogue, right? Um, you know, find somebody in your family who you feel like, you know, will you will be able to have a talk with maybe genuinely about that, right? And it might not be, you know, my parents about going home. I might. Sister or brother, and saying like, "Are you going?" Um, But I would say, you know, start having, start finding some space for family dialogue. Um, Everything does not always have to be in agreement, right? I usually tell people the base of learning to work together is being heard and understood. That's the most important thing. And I use the Chicago example all the time, right? I say um, I can be a Cubs fan, and you can be where Margo can be a Sox fan, I don't know, I want to call it the wrong team and get in trouble, right? Right. I can be a Cubs fan and you can be a Sox fan Um, and we can coexist in the same house, right? As long as I'm not trying to drag you to every game, I'm not telling you how much better, you know, my shortstop is than your shortstop, right? I'm not buying you, you know, Cubs stuff for Christmas when you want Sox stuff, right? Uh, Just giving you space, right? I don't necessarily have to agree with you. I don't have to necessarily meet you there. But to give you space to be like heard and understood, and I think you know that's uh, usually the place where I would say like kind of find, try to start there, right? Find somewhere where you can be heard and understood, right? You can have maybe somebody to bounce some questions or some ideas off of, um, you know, somebody to talk to about your genuine concerns, um, right? And that can be like almost a little practice run right, right? for maybe talking to the bigger family or say. So, um, or even, you know, if there's specific circumstances that you know are going to be different, right? Sometimes, you know, it's a little bit easier if they go, well, so-and-so's coming home. And I, well, yeah, I talked to that cousin and they work from home and they're going to be off for two weeks, but I got to go into work and be around people. So that's why I'm not coming they make come, right? Um, so, yeah, I'll stop there because, you know, I talk a lot, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, there you go. Yeah,
0: that's, I think that's really good advice. Mags, are you gonna use that <laughs> I am gonna
2: use that sorry I put on mute because I don't know if you can hear my dog snoring but um, yeah. <laughs> um, I I am going to use that because um, uh, everyone in my family is working from home or like out of work because my brother's a laborer um, so uh, I will also I there's a lot of babies. Both of my brothers had uh, babies mm-hmm. th- during this, and um, I'm just really nervous. I'm really nervous to get these children sick um, mm-hmm. because they have zero immune system. And coming from Chicago, where like our rates are pretty high, um, even though like I've been responsible, my circle's really small, I just like, would never be able to forgive myself if that happened. Plus, okay. I keep see, I'm a twin, so my twin especially is just like not having it and he's like a christmas fiend and he has like six christmas trees in his house and mm. he loves it um but for me i'm just more of a realist and i was like skylar's never going to know that i was not there on the first christmas <laughs> like she's one yeah. years old it's going to be okay you know <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Mark, let me let me ask you a question I ask clients sometimes, right? Because we'll talk this, right? And I'll go, Oh yeah, this sounds so great in a perfect world, right? I'm gonna make a connection with somebody and they're gonna uh, you know, validate me and stand up for me to the family and everything's gonna work perfect. And then I go, you know, in real life that doesn't happen, right? And I always go, so like what are the you know, landmines, blind spots, potholes, right? When the rubber meets the road, if I, when I try this, right? What's the, what's that kind of secondary piece that you worry about, right? I think that the navigating, the knowing what to say, you're really smart, you're intelligent, you're well-spoken. I think you can do that, but it's probably something else. It's like, I'm going to try that, and then what's going to happen afterwards? Like, is everybody going to hate me? Are they going to blow up? Is mom going to curse me out? Like, what's the, the next thing that you worry about? Like, when I maybe tell people, Try to that.
2: Well, I come from um, an Italian family, so I'm not trying to put us all in a bubble, but my family <laughs> uh, loves to hold crutches, <laughs> so it's like, I know I'm, I miss this Christmas, but like every other Christmas that I show up to now doesn't even matter, <laughs> because they're going to be like, oh, you miss Christmas, last here. But that's a great question because, um, to be honest, what I am actively avoiding and you just made me confront it, um, is sorry, no, 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 <laughs> this is what this is for. Um, I have different views than the majority of my family, especially when it comes to politics and that has been like a point of contention, uh, for like the past year, and I find myself like actively uh, going in there, being like, okay, you're not even going to cross this bridge. But somehow mm-hmm. I find myself three hours later crossing the bridge, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get
1: yeah. Oh, we've um, all been there. That's what families are made for. <laughs> they pull it out of you when you don't want it. That's exactly what they do to you.
2: So I feel like this year specifically has just been so mentally taxing and exhausting than to like, I feel like my presence might rile some folks up. So I might as well just use coronavirus as an excuse not to participate this year. Yeah. And now, and now
1: they're going to be all listening to this podcast. And yeah, right.
2: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, right. Um, well, yeah, so, so that makes sense, right? Uh, so two other tips I'll give you. I'm not going to, like, therapize you here in front of everybody. Uh, but, uh, yeah, right. So with that, I would say a lot of times I tell people what really scares us is the unknown right? Um, As humans, as people, we can plan for the bad thing, right? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be, you know, if we had known, you know, six years ago in 2020, you're going to be out of work and have to stay home, we would have all been in bigger houses and had more money saved and all of that, right? We would have hated it, but we would have been ready, right? It's the unknown, it's the when I'm going to go back to work, How? where am I going to live, all of that stuff, right? Um, And so what I tell people sometimes kind of figure out what that that pothole blind spot landmine thing is, right? The thing that feels really scary to touch. And, uh, you know, think about, right, what's going to happen with that, like, kind of worst-case scenarios? Because once you start putting the scenarios out there, you can figure out, you know, plans for that, right? So if, you know... Again, I don't know how it would look in your family, right? But if Christmas is a really important thing and people might hold grudges and I know I'm not going, maybe I want to do something smaller, personalized, right? Maybe I want to take a special picture and have a special card for everybody or something and say, you know, sorry, missed you 2020 because of this reason, right? There's still ways that I know how to connect with my family um you know individually that can be more meaningful than just you know a generic card or you know having to spend a bunch of money on something right maybe a really maybe i got a lot of time for crafts now right and i can make a make some really personal stuff right so you know think about like what's that thing that's going to get in the way when i try it right and then, yeah you can probably start coming up with some some ideas right um i think the family politics piece is a, also a whole piece you could probably come up with some ideas spent many therapy sessions dealing with that with people, so I won't get too far into that, but um, yeah, I think, you know, you're on the right path, right? It's not necessarily uh, that I can't figure it out, right? Just keep going down those steps, keeping balance. So that's stuff.
2: Thank
0: you. That's great advice. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that is great advice. I have so many more questions, but this will quickly turn into a therapy session. (laughs) Um, So... I'll stick to the script. Um, I want to talk about why I've noticed that this time of year is so hard for so many people. And, you know, like, I personally have lost a lot of people around this time of year. So I've always, like, justified it by that. But I'm curious about, like, what studies there are about why the holiday season and the months surrounding it are so difficult for so many people.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, Matt, you gonna take this one. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: got. <laughs> <joking, I'm joking. laughs> all right. I was like, uh, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Was I supposed to say that?" All right, no, I'm. Crazy. Um, yeah, right. So, so again, I think the holidays in general are um, more difficult uh, a lot of times, and there's a you know a couple reasons behind it. Um, I think for a lot of people, it is, um, and by a lot of people, I just mean a lot of people on the earth, it's the confluence of, you know, special occasions, holiday seasons, uh, you know, this October through January, February, almost every religion has a major holiday or two every country, right? So it's it's times that we're used to um, being around people, right, um, being connected uh, you know, specifically thinking of, you know, how we were raised in our family. So whether that was, uh, really good. Right. We, how do I say this? Uh, that little anxiety, like negative feeling on my shoulder. I usually m- mess with clients and I say, it's like the angel and the devil, right? There's the logic over here who goes, yeah, my sister loves me. But then there's the other part that goes like, you sent her a message. Uh, you know, later on her birthday after you saw her Instagram, so she hates you, right? Um, that guy is really good at attaching to whatever and making us feel negative about it, right? So I could have had a, a really lovely family, a really great experience. Maybe the holiday season reminds me of them, and I'm not with them this year. Or, you know, somebody's passed away. Or, um, you know, things aren't how they used to be just because, you know, our naturally our family's like grown older, people have moved away, right? And then maybe I feel sad about missing out on Being around, right? I could have had a horrible, you know, family experience. Um, Been on my own, had to do a lot by myself, which doesn't necessarily mean it was a horrible family experience, but maybe a horrible family experience, right? And then remember the holidays and think about my horrible family and be sad and be depressed, right? So back to our past, um, to that sense of connection and seeing almost everywhere we look, right? uh, You know. Uh, everywhere popping up all the time, right? We think of like coronavirus like that now, but like, you know, once we enter holiday season, like you're seeing every holiday pop up, every ad, all of that stuff. So, um, you know, that can be uh, really difficult. So most of the the stuff that I've seen has been kind of, you know, tied to some of that. Uh, Again, in the northern hemisphere up here there's might be the change in seasons as well there's kind of that seasonal affective disorder i know for me it getting dark at like four o'clock here in chicago has really been blowing my mind every day i think i'm like up super late and it's 6 p.m um, so yeah i think those are some of the things that i think of
0: um awesome you segued right into my next question which is regarding seasonal affective disorder and The science behind it, like the realism of it, and exactly what you said, like, are we affected differently than the Southern Hemisphere because, you know, they have milder winter. I mean, some of them have milder Mm -hmm. winters and (laughs) more sunshine.
1: Ah, Great questions. These are great questions. Matt, I'm going to toss it over to you.
0: Joke. Uh, no, I mean, actually, when
3: I, when I lived in New Orleans, I noticed uh, in the summertime, it was kind of like here in the wintertime uh, with the oppressive heat. People are like inside blinds drawn lights down and it's not as uh, like, it's not as active as it is the rest of the year. They're just like avoiding being outside because it's so hot. Uh, and I don't know if it's like, exactly the same but it was just something that i noticed I was having this conversation the other day It was just like very uh reminiscent
1: of like winters here mm-hmm. yeah i grew up in um the south too. i think we talked about it i'm from arkansas and so yeah very much the same like southern arkansas just super hot super gross uh i remember i moved here and they were like it's <laughs> been above 90 for five days that's a 10 year <laughs> record and i was like that's like August where I'm from. What are you talking yeah. about? Five days you guys are um, so it. Uh, so, yeah, right. I think, you know, definitely the, 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 how do I say this, right? The change in seasons, you know, it really does affect us. I think of it kind of similar to thinking of like, maybe like jet lag, right? Where all of a sudden that time shift happens, right? And we can feel it in our bodies and we're just not quite like balanced and it takes some time. So I think, you know, the same thing. Does does actually happen to us in the winter and we actually, you know, shift the times forward and back. Right. So we do have that kind of almost similar to maybe like the jet lag feeling. Um, I know I do anyway. Right. Um, um, so for seasonal defect, affective disorder, though, also it's it's um, has to do with usually that availability as well again with the time change shift for people with like sunlight being outside, um, right? Like feeling that warmth, right? Soaking up the vitamin D that we get from the sun. Um, so, you know, there's several things that people can do if you feel like you're struggling with that. I think again, during the coronavirus, you know, that might be a little bit more tougher for all of us, right? Maybe usually it's not such a big deal, but now it feels, you know, even bigger than usual because of, you know, I'm always inside now and I didn't get to spend summer going to festivals and eating great food and all of that stuff, right? Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, um, there's there's lots of ways to kind of deal with it. Again, I always tell people to, to um, try something small, right? Don't necessarily go and from zero to ten, you know, I got to go out and buy a full service tanning subscription or whatever, you know, buy a tanning bed, uh, right? but Know there's some small things you can do uh, rearranging your room. Sometimes, right, rearranging the space, especially now after we've been in there um, so long, right? The way the space sets up, especially if it's the same space you uh, work in and you play in and you eat in. And you know you have try to do family stuff in right Um, and try to relax right. Yeah, maybe a change up to the space might be nice right again. um, Again, there's stuff like you know um, the even the little floor um, sun lamps uh, like UV lamps, all kinds of stuff. Um, So yeah, I'll leave it there. I don't know if you guys have tried any of that stuff and it's worked or doesn't, or you guys also have that. But I'll turn it back over to you guys. And I, mean, I just—I've been trying to wake
3: up a little bit earlier to get more of the sunlight, but that's not <laughs> always, you know, possible. working I mean, everyone has different schedules, but in any anything in these in these winters, and I'm sure, like, there was a couple years of like the winter time being yeah.
1: very uh, off-putting almost at first. Oh, oh yeah, for sure, man. I joke with people, and I'm sure this happened to you in New Orleans, right? There were days, I don't know if you went to school down there, there were days where school got canceled because it might snow tomorrow. I remember specifically, yeah. they were like, it might snow tomorrow, so we're going to cancel school today, and it did not snow. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, dealing, you know, having to go outside and wait on the bus in six, it's just was not, it was not ideal for me. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, again, it's one of those things everybody's a little bit different.
0: Um, so how, you know, now that we know that, like, there's little steps to take, I think that all of those are great ideas, like, um, my friend has a lot of plants, so she has, like, the UV light, and I was like, oh my god, I should get one of these, this really not only makes your house look really cool, it also seems like it probably helps a lot, um, but, um, As a person who deals with, like, pre-existing mental illness as well as seasonal affective disorder, um, do you have any tips or tricks or, like, how to identify between the two? Like, am I just having, like, am I just having normal seasonal depression or am I starting to go into like
1: yeah. a full-on manic depressive episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? I got gotcha. you. Um, one thing I'll do, I'll plug uh, support staff because we do have, just in general for everybody, kids have therapists who are willing to work with people in the service industry at like low discount, um, like pro bono rates. I just set up for them some uh, people a few weeks ago with therapists, so there's still people taking people if you need, um, you know, some support that's one thing you can do. Um, With the other piece, right? I think, again, for me, it matters less of what is causing it and more where I am on the scale, right? Um, I usually tell people kind of one of the ways I know that, you know, something is becoming a struggle, right, is Um, those skills that I talk about that we have, right? um, Are we overusing them, underusing them, or misusing them, right? Um, And so, like, I think when I'm noticing people starting to do that, right, um, that can be a time that I say, oh, it looks like, you know, you must be getting to, like, an eight or a nine on the scale, right? You're employing this thing a lot more often. So let's say, for example, uh, you might be introverted and really need some of that time alone and time to yourself, right? But if all of a sudden I'm noticing, like, Everything makes me want time alone, right? When I'm sad, I need time alone. When I'm, you know, angry, I need time alone, right? Yeah, I use time alone at some of those times, right? But if it's the thing that I'm always going to every time, right? Okay, then that's telling me that it's not being super effective, right? That the skills that I'm using aren't super helpful, uh, right? I maybe want to drink after work. Completely okay, right? But the issue only, you know, drinking becomes issue when it's, I have I drink when I'm sad and when I'm angry and when I'm lonely, right? Or I have to drink all the time throughout the day. Right? So overusing it, underusing it, um, misusing it, right? So I think for me, it's, it's less of necessarily having to diagnose yourself of what's going on, right? Um, because maybe it is something just like seasonal affective disorder, right? It doesn't feel super severe, but it feels like it's taking you from your normal place of maybe like a person who has some anxiety at like maybe a six who can normal, normally deal with it to an eight, right? And it's causing more stress in your life. You can say, oh, I think maybe I just want to, you know, uh, talk with a the therapist like once a month, right? I have clients who I meet mean, with me once a month or once every two weeks, right? You might say, oh, I think I need to, you know, start maybe up my workout routine a little bit more, right? Um, because there's some, there's always some things you can do to try to lower that, right? So for me, it's less on, you know, Um, where my diagnosis is at, because I've worked with people with like all kinds of diagnosis, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, right, all that stuff. Um, And it's about, again, it's about managing it, right? It's about, I I joke, I tell people, my clients a lot, it's about finding that balance, right? Um, We often think that balance is a place I'm going to get to, right? Well, when I get this thing, or when I have this skill, or when I have this person in my life, or this job, then I'll be there. And I remind people that like, By definition of the word, balance is not a permanent state, right? It's a moving one. Like, there has to be some give and take and intention and all of those type of things. And I I remind people, it's like um, a tightrope walker, right? A good person, if they're walking down a tightrope, it's not completely still. They have probably that huge stick out, and they're leaning back and forth a little bit, and they're swinging, right? And they're making small adjustments, right? And sometimes the wind might blow a little bit harder, and, oh, my God, it's 2020, and there's coronavirus, and I lost my job, right? And it might push me a little bit more out of step than I want, right? Um, But being able to have a good, balanced life is being able to move and make those adjustments, right? And uh, understanding that I got to keep making it, right? Again, going back to that example I used earlier, right? A good, balanced relationship last year was not one that looks like a good, balanced relationship this year, right? Completely different. So, you know, what was good has completely changed. And if I've been building skills over here on this one, it's going to take me some time to move from, like, you know, Maybe if we worked really well together as a couple, or as a partner, or even as roommates, because we were super independent and had our own lives and did our own things, and now we're stuck together all the time, it's going to take a little while to build those skills, right? So, um, it's about you know, for me, it's more about seeing like where I am on that scale and like, how am I using my skills? Am I overusing them? Underusing them? Misusing them? Am I starting to feel stuck, um, like I'm running out of options? Right? Figuring out stuff myself? Um, and that's kind of the time when I say, oh, you know, reach out for some support. And again, they can look. Like, Whatever you want it to look like based on, you know, uh, you know uh, theories, philosophies, spiritual practices, races, religions, cultures, ethnicities, um, you know, uh, whatever, you know, you want, whatever you want that to look like. Right. But reach out, see if it works. Right. And then if something doesn't work, try something else. Or, you know, that might be the time to say, oh, well, let me bring in somebody for a little bit of help. It feels like I'm still getting stuck. I don't know if that answered your question, but
0: hopefully yeah. it did. Yes, yeah, it did. Um, do you think that COVID, like the COVID fatigue is going to have um, influence on how mild or severe cases of seasonal affective disorder are? Um,
1: Yeah, I would say, I would say it's probably Gonna, I don't know if I would call it. It might be COVID fatigue. I'm assuming it would be some of that. For people, some other people, it might just be a long stress. But yeah, I think you know it's it's gonna be a tougher season, you know, mentally and emotionally for most of us again, just because um, the world of COVID brings in so many of those factors, right? The world of COVID brings in. I'm in my house more, right? The world of COVID maybe brings in thinking about mortality or loss of death more. Maybe I've actually lost somebody, right? It brings in a actual, you know, real um, separation from family, right? As Margaret said, right, I actually physically can't be with my family. I don't maybe if, even if I don't, you know, know how much I want to be with them, I at least like to have the option or to be with some of them, and maybe now I can't, right? So I think, um, yeah, it's gonna uh, be difficult just because kind of it exacerbates those main stressors around the holidays, which are maybe uh, separation, again, anxiety, depression, right, and I think um, with everything that's going on, lots of us are focusing more on that than usual and not as many, you know, distractions, right? I'm not maybe distracted by going to work and doing a shift or being able to go out yeah. and have a weekend with my friends. <laughs> um, some stuff like that. So yeah, I think, I think it'll be, you know, more difficult um, I don't think you know necessarily means it's going to be impossible, but again, just trying trying to to be prepared and kind of be aware of like what that means as a person and what I'm going to need to to adjust right to stay in balance because it is going to be you know a different season and maybe some difficult ways that I'm not used to. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Okay. So as we've discussed, like everybody's been cooped up for a very long time. I'm going to guess everybody's done all of the puzzles in their house and either read or avoided every single book in their house. <laughs> um, and it's probably doing this, like, you know, as many variations of workouts as they can. Um, or I, I kind of want to toss this out to everyone because I just think that it would be good to hear like, how's everybody keeping... Staying busy, mentally and physically fresh. I'm not doing a good job. So I'm really asking just for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm um, pass it to you I, first, <laughs> CJ. Me first? You know, I'm gonna go, I feel like I'm gonna let
1: you guys go first because I feel like, <laughs> yeah, people just agree with me. Yeah, I'm gonna pass the marks first. I'm gonna have a tater okay. it off if I can do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, for me, how I've been staying mentally and physically fresh is the question.
0: Yeah, like, 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 you probably have had, like, you know, different times throughout this where you were, like, feeling dope, and then you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm kind of, like, losing it, and then you're like, but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna find something else, and then you, like, find that new thing, and so, like, we know it's a roller coaster, so, like, how are we gonna switch it up to, like, keep going? (laughs)
2: So as a person who kind of like lost sight of hobbies in the grind of the food and beverage industry, I have taken this opportunity to like um, try to find some hobbies and also try to do what DJ mentioned earlier because I was trying to make everyone's Christmas presents this year because I thought it would be like a more thoughtful gift. So I've been trying a whole bunch of stuff. Um, to be fair, I'm not a very patient person when I'm bad at something. So I'm just like, Oh, I'm just never going to knit or like everybody's going to get scars in 2023. And that's just what's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm not the best knitter. Um, I saw a bunch of people, uh, making earrings. So I was like, Oh, I can totally do that. Uh, mad respect to everyone out there making these. Me- <laughs> Uh, clay earrings because I'm really not the best at that but (laughs) something that I am going something that has stuck is um, I got a bunch of terracotta clay and I'm making like pinch pots and I'm putting like little succulents in them for everybody Um, you know it's really reminiscent of like what you did in art uh, when you were maybe in fifth grade but (laughs) Um, I also have a a dog that's incredibly needy um, huddles <laughs> and love, so that always helps but uh to be honest i there was a pretty dark period for me where I was just like, I have a very specific set of skills, I don't really know what I'm going to do outside of this industry, et cetera et cetera um so I decided that uh, I will only talk to myself in a positive way because I'm really good at the negative self-talk and I like spiral. Um, so I'm done spiraling. I'm only really worrying about like the things that I can control. I'm trying to remain like positive and optimistic. I uh, like take every small victory as a huge win now and uh trying to focus less about, like, what the big picture looks like and just focus on like what I can do in this direct time that is either going to like, feed my soul, give me some knowledge, make my brain stop, (laughs) or uh, just relax, you know. So I'm trying. Um, I'm trying all the things. Uh, I have a lot of plants though. I know we mentioned this a lot. I feel like plants are very uh, satisfying watching that like growth. Um, And you know, in Chicago, especially, it's like a never ending battle. I feel like in the Chicago months to like rearrange, get the sunlight, make sure it's not too cold by the window. You know, so um, it sounds so lame. (laughs) but that's what I'm doing (laughs) and trying to volunteer more so volunteering my time and and the things that I have to uh, people that are trying to do really good things within Chicago and it's like I could sit around and try to analyze what's going to come in the future that I have no control over or I can go you know go find some toilet paper for grocery run club you know so like i think trying to find things that uh fulfill that like gratification that i used to get from the food and beverage industry but like in other ways and i found for me uh, uh community is what's been helping me a lot it's like physically helping people directly in my
0: community so I love that. Yeah. Matt. What are you doing? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you asking? I, I already told you I'm not doing very well at any of this. I haven't, I mean, like, I've pretty much been working this whole time. So even if it was remotely just, like, doing weird projects to try and stay busy for work, so that they could like pay us um but yeah i like never went through that first phase of like i'm going to deep clean like i just did that a week ago and i was like all right uh so really i'm looking for pointers because i'm like what's gonna happen (laughs) matt what are you Uh, what are you doing how are you keeping it fresh
3: i've been like Working on myself a bunch, uh, which has been really nice. Uh, like I started working out every day at home, uh, just doing like various workouts, and that was like my morning routine. Like wake up, get going, and like do that, which has been really nice. And I feel like for the past, uh, like however long I like I've been actually uh, like be a cheerleader and like am very giving and and uh, don't necessarily focus on the things that are like making me feel down or uh, things that are like my own personal problems so I've just been trying to take the time to focus more on that and also allowing myself more time to just relax and chill and try to not feel bad about it uh you know I I think that's something that we can all kind of relate to The especially working in hospitality like that go 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 if you're not working this much you're not doing enough If you're not doing this you're not doing enough so just like giving myself the freedom to sit on the couch and watch a movie and not and not think about, like, the things that I'm not doing has been really nice. Um, and then also, like Mago was saying, I've I, I really upped my plant game since, since uh, quarantine started, which has been, like, monumentally changing for me. Like, I had a couple before. It was kind of like, oh, these are cool. And now I'm like, this one's blooming. And this one's got a new leaf coming out. And mm-hmm. I'm so hyped on that. And here's my little humidity station for my tropical plants. And this one's doing good. And then I get really upset when I have one that's kind of a diva. Uh, isn't doing, isn't like, doesn't seem as happy. So I just focus on that a lot. But it's been really nice to have that kind of thing, like, in my house and, like, interact with that on a daily basis. But has been, I don't know, it's, it's, I feel like it's been, like, a, a good period of, like, personal growth for myself.
0: DJ?
1: Let me see. Uh, I've been pretty busy also. So it hasn't been too much of the like stir craziness. Um, I think uh, definitely for sure not doing as good on the health. You know, there was a couple months in the summer where I like got a bike like everybody else. And I was like, I'm gonna start riding my bike places, and then I got like a flat tire. So then I didn't really. Like every, I rode for a for a little while. Um, I think you know, kind of for me, trying to, to stay in that space, it's it's a lot of what you guys are saying, like Matt and Mars, of, um, you know, uh, having perspective and seeing things differently. My my type of therapy that I do is is called narrative therapy, um, and it's really about like kind of looking at our stories and taking perspective out of those to be able to make change. Um, so sometimes I, I use this example with people and I say, you know, if you wanted to um, say you were going to go on a diet and stop eating meat for a month, you could totally do that. Right? Um, or you could become vegetarian. And I go like the, the physical difference in the month, right? The practical difference, I didn't put any meat in my mouth is the same, right? Um, but the mental difference, right? Oh my God, I Oh my gosh! One other Popeyes chicken sandwich, whatever, right? Um, versus, you know, what do you guys have on the menu? Where are we going to eat it, right? That um, it's not necessarily saying that you know the the challenges are are easy to overcome, right? Um, or difficult, but it's just kind of my mindset is like, you know, this challenge is part of my journey versus like this thing is holding up my journey, getting in my way, right? Um, And so I know, like Marcus said, like, you know, finding, you know, hobbies, like stuff like that is always like fun, interesting, important, Um, you know, tending the plants, whatever that is, right? I usually, for me, say, you know, tie it to something that's either important to you, like mentally, like for growth, right? Um, emotionally, that's gonna help you, you know, stay balanced, again, like talking to plants, help them grow, definitely proven, right? To help people stay balanced, right? Um, physically, for my body, right? Or um, spiritually, right? Which doesn't necessarily mean religious, but like connection-wise, right? Something that's gonna help me feel like I'm in the right place in the world and connected to the right people. And I say, you know, try stuff those things. Um, you know, it's a little bit easier to kind of keep it going right if I can tie, you know uh, going on I'll use like a diet thing right going on this diet so I can fit in my prom shirt versus like going on this diet because my doctor says I have to because I have high cholesterol. And if I want to live to see my grandkids, I'm going to need to do it, right? Ah, Well, the second reason is a little bit more, I'm a little bit more likely, right? I've tied it to that important thing to me. Um, And so, you know, I tell people to look for stuff in those areas that's, you know, somewhere where you want to go when you ain't. It super sucks to be stuck in 2020. None of us wanted to, like, be in the middle of this, um, but you know, if I was being like super therapist, bright perspective, right. And I was to say, all right, well, next year, I'm going to make sure you have almost unlimited time to pursue whatever goals you want and, you know, go do anything. You don't have to worry less about work or getting fired. Uh, you know, uh, you know, this thing, that thing, um, you know, it might sound pretty good on the surface. Right. Um, and be like, Oh, there's so much I can accomplish now in real life. You know, it's not like that. There's a lot of pressure and stress and anxiety. So like Matt said, you know, I had to kind of um, adjust my um, perspective on, again, like what is productive, right? Like, you know, a productive day might mean I got two things done today, right? I like wrote an email and I was on hold and it's about, you know, unemployment, right? Or two hours. That might have been a really productive day. Right. Whereas in the past, that did not feel productive. Right. Um, so you know, I think you know, kind of maintaining that that perspective of like you know, um, again, those baby steps. Right. What can I do to move forward? I, I usually tell people when we're processing stuff really well, it sounds a lot like that serenity prayer from uh, AA. Right. Um, I strength to change the things I can. Um, you know. Uh, oh my gosh, I just completely blanked on it. Uh, <laughs> uh with
0: i know, know the gist of the next yes, one make like, the change know, of things i can the
1: things, um, no things i have no control over right And the wisdom to know the difference right because that's how life goes right there are going to be things that we can change you know um always right? uh, i'm an existential person which means like how do we put the world together and make meaning right and so there's always you know something we can choose even if it's just you know um uh, am i on my you know uh, feet or am I on my knees, right, as I do this thing, right, you know, what's my attitude and in going into this, right, so there's always something we can choose, Um, so let's figure out, you know, what can we change, you know, what can we not, how do we let go of that stuff that we can't um, and not hold ourselves to unrealistic standards of, I mean, I wasn't super productive today because I didn't take eight client calls or I didn't call three bars or I didn't do this or that, right, because it might not be possible. um, Right now, you know, make those small um, things to be able to help us get there, right? Not to be as Mark said, she's doing a really good job, right? Or maybe not to be stuck, right? To feel like, Oh, my gosh, my family, they're gonna maybe hate it if I can't come. But how do I, you know, find still try to find some ways to connect with them individually, right? And say, Oh, there is some movement. It's not just always one or the other. So very long winded discussion, but that's some stuff.
0: We just have the best guests every time, like, man, (laughs) Awesome. You really do. <laughs> we, I am going to go
2: rogue, though, on our final question. Is that okay, Christina? Yeah, yeah I was already okay. like,
0: I don't really want that question anymore. <laughs> um,
2: so I want that was a really like great way to like positively spin the things that we should do. I want to reiterate the fact that if you are one of those people listening to the podcast and you are feeling a little stuck, Please go to our website, pleasehustleresponsibly.org. We have so many resources for you. Therapy's not your thing. We have other resources as well. If you look over our website and you don't actually see what you're looking for, just shoot us an email and we will find it for you, okay? Please do not hesitate to reach out, especially within these uh, winter months. We are here for you. Um but with that being said, this is going to be our last podcast of 2020. So I would like to end this podcast with: uh, What are three positive things that you have either learned or accomplished or have done in 2020 that that makes you feel good and that you're going to move forward with in the following year. I know, I just dropped a bomb.
0: Who's <laughs> uh, <I'm> gonna start?
2: <laughs> Matt, Cole, you go. I feel like you've achieved so much this year.
3: Uh, I mean, I guess so, but now I feel like I'm put on the spot so I
1: can't think of anything. <laughs>
3: um, I guess like like three three things. Uh, like definitely, Allowing myself uh, more freedom to just exist, I think is huge for me. Um, I think that's something that we can all relate to. Uh, just, you know, I guess, uh, and that overall, like comes with like being kinder to, to myself. And I think that's important for, for me and for everyone. Um, I definitely want to keep my, uh, my focus on, you know, being more physically active, going because that's been a really positive change for me it's definitely really changed like my my mental energy and uh my physical energy and i just feel better overall uh but i think like the the most positive thing for myself in the past year is that i like as of right now i'm nine months of haven't had a drink uh, and that's been pretty fucking great Um, so i'm gonna keep that momentum going into the new year and just keep prioritizing the things that are better for me.
2: Absolutely. See, that sounds great. Those are all (laughs) awesome things, you know, and just like, but (laughs) proud of you, bud. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Uh, what about you, Megs? What are your, what are your three things?
2: Uh, my three things I have learned, How to set better boundaries. Um, And I need to take that moving forward. Um, Especially like in this new virtual world, I feel like people expect you to kind of forever be available. And I've Mm -hmm. always been the person that is available 24 seven. And that's just um, not realistic. So I'm, I'm making sure that I set hard boundaries. uh, making sure that I prioritize myself and my personal life more than I ever have before. Uh, because I was the type of person that kind of gave everything to like my job and and the people that I worked for and everything else, and didn't really take the time to even check in with myself. So that like uh that sounds corny, but it's it's very important to me moving forward and um Also, uh, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it, Uh, meditation has really kind of changed my life, Uh, especially during this COVID time, and I know people say it's a practice, it is a practice, it's something that you have to actively do every day and work towards uh, but it's really kind of helped me with, uh, the mental health challenges that I've faced throughout this time. So for me, uh, for the first time in my life, I'm going to go into 2021 focusing more on myself and also something that I, this is for, sorry. Uh, I've realized to, uh, <laughs> I've realized to use, uh, my empathy as a tool. Um, I've been told by a lot of people that that could be one of my biggest downfalls, but I'm going to harness it and foster it as one of my greatest strengths and really kind of focus that energy into the community that we have and especially making the food and beverage industry a better place to come back to after all this, so. I'm feeling positive, guys. I'm feeling annoyingly positive.
3: <laughs> I love that. I love that so much.
2: DJ, DJ, what?
1: Yeah. Um, how about I give, I'll tell a little bit about myself. I'll kind of just give some overall stuff so to kind of help everybody move forward, right? Uh, for me, I think uh, I am trying to be grateful for all the patience that I have learned this year. Um, It is not one of those. (laughs) It's not one of those skills that's easy to learn, but I think it's been forced upon all of us. And, you know, as much as this sucks, I go, I'm sure there's some time in the future I'm going to be standing in line in the grocery store and flipping out because the cashier is going super slow and somebody wants quarters. And I go, well, if I made it through 2020, I can make it through this line at Jewel, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to trying to keep that in perspective a little bit, right, of like, even these difficult things as you're doing them, you know, it's building skills, right? It's building new tools and new muscles um, to help you be able to move into balance later in life. I'm trying to see, you know, some of the, some of the setbacks or some of the, um, you know, harder times is that. I think um, kind of moving into twenty twenty one. I really love the question, Max. Um, one of the things that I remember from a few years ago when I was I was at some retreat or something, getting ready to go into the new year, and, and one of the things they were saying was like, "Why are you waiting on your new year's resolution?" And I was like, It's like December or something. Like, why are you waiting? And I was like, you know, what why, what's gonna flip the switch right in twenty twenty one? Right, and kind of how it was like the golden ticket thing. Um, one of the the really helpful things I found is like. Whatever that thing is that you wanna start trying to do next year or move in that direction, right? Start taking some baby steps now, right? If I'm saying I'm gonna next year I'm gonna start, you know, dieting or I'm gonna become a vegetarian right now's maybe a great time for me to start cutting out beef or start eating more vegetables, right? If I'm saying, you know, next year I wanna learn more or like go back to school right now's a great time for me to start you know, maybe looking up programs or looking up classes or looking up things that I'm, I'm interested in, right? So, um, you know, help yourself out, right? Start getting that ball rolling, right? Um, I think is a really big one. I think uh, the other thing Max said is really important too, right? Of, for me, taking those different parts of myself and moving in the, into balance, right? What's going on in my head, what's going on in my body, what's going on in my feelings, right? They can be all kinds of places, right? And spiritually, am I connected? Because, you know, there can be pros and cons. And then I joke sometimes, say, if I slam the door in somebody's face, I feel really good about that emotionally, because F you. But logically, like, I'm like, oh, that was my boss. Not a good decision. And my partner is going to be super mad at me because I lost my job. There might be some other stuff in there that, ba- that helps me, like, balance that out. Um, so, uh, you know, bringing those different parts of myself together. And then I, I, I'm going to steal a line from... Um, Tinahasi Coates, who has a really great book called Between the World and Me. If you haven't read it, they just turned it into an HBO um, series, show, something like that. Um, but I, I tell people, right, it's about that authentic self, right? Who I am at my best mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And then realizing that there's layers on top of that, right? There's family, and there's friends, and then there's my job. and Everybody has a different idea of what the best DJ looks like, right? There's society who tells me what I should be um, as a male or as gay or as cis or as trans or as whatever that is, right? That there's all these layers, right? Um, and you know, there is my real self. I can't just go out there in the world and act like those things don't exist. And you know, trying to move into those baby steps to navigate that. Um T-Nehisi Coates says, uh, this is your body, your country, and your world. And you have to find some way to live within all of those things, right? And I think that's really what, you know, kind of that balance is, right? It's trying to find those little things that can be helpful, right? Um, You know, maybe... I'm used to being in the service industry and feeling really connected people. And all of a sudden, I'm at home by myself all the time, right? And I'm missing some of that, you know, connection feeling. And so, you know, meditating or having plants or things that reminds me that I'm still some ways connected or that the world is bigger than me is really helpful. And again, not a bad thing, um, not a good thing, right? Just it's finding that thing that works for you, right? Remember that there's something out there. So I will shut up because I probably talked too
0: much. That's my thoughts. <laughs> no you did not um for me I think that there's a lot of things that I'm super grateful from this year and I also love this question I think about it a lot actually because I'm like I mean I'm a huge pessimist but I also do have some optimistic moments so I'm like well there's some good things that have come out of 2020 um and I think a lot of like the three things for me is definitely that sense of community that mags was talking about i think it's just like so beautiful and powerful and like we can't get anything done without each other and i hope that stays um i've taken this time to really start advocating for myself and standing up for myself and um, I've talked about this before. It's been a messy process and feels rebellious at times, but, um, I'm going to take it with me. I'm going to keep saying how I feel and being honest about who I am because nobody's, nobody's business, but mine. Um, and then I just like, you know, started Doing things that I'm passionate about again, like doing things that I want to do instead of only focusing on what's going to pay my bills and really just bring me stress and give me something to bitch about every day. (laughs) So I'm (laughs) focusing on like things that really make me happy, like making weird fruit murals and just spending way too much time on it (laughs) that's
2: good that's good i'm very happy to hear that christina and i look forward to seeing everything you do in the future especially with your photography because if you haven't seen christina veltri's photography uh it's it's very impressive (laughs) thank you see all right everybody i just want to say thank you so much for taking the time especially you dj for always sharing your like just brilliant wisdom with us i feel like blessed to have you on here be able to give these folks some tools that they need to like withstand this holiday season and also it's just always nice to talk to you so Mm -hmm. um
1: Thank you for having me. It's great seeing you guys' faces. Uh, It was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, thank you for having me. I'll be back anytime. Thanks, DJ.
2: All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, From the support staff team to you, please have a great holiday season. Uh, Feel free to check out our YouTube channel, our educational platform, and our website at pleasehustleresponsibly.org. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the beginning of January.